Today, I'm speaking with Rosalind Kahn. Rosalind is a college professor of public speaking at several Los Angeles colleges. She's also an author, international motivational speaker, and a speech coach. But today, Rosalind is speaking with me about her lifetime journey with scoliosis and how it has changed her for the better, as well as the lessons she's learned that she now shares to help others. You're listening to The Inspired Way, stories of everyday heroines, real-life inspiration. I'm your host, transformational coach and connection catalyst, C.J. Rivard. Join me weekly to hear real-life inspiration and tips for tackling your life's challenges. Each week, you'll hear from a relatable woman who shares about her struggles and the tools she used to work through them. By being women of courageous action, vision, and ongoing evolution, each of us can create a ripple of positive impact, and together, we'll create a wave of change. Join us. Hello there. Thank you for joining us. Um, Today, I am so excited uh, to be chatting with Rosalind Kahn. And Rosalind, thank you so much for being here uh, today. I'm looking forward to this. Oh, CJ, it's so wonderful being with you back in that snowy state. And I'm so sorry to say we don't have any snow on the ground, but I know it looks beautiful to look at. Definitely beautiful (laughs) to look at and admire. As long as you're inside looking out, I like it too. But (laughs) Um, so uh, everyone heard a little about you in the intro, but would you mind giving us another little tidbit or two to get to know you a little bit before we get started? Certainly. Uh, My name is Rosalind Khan. I'm a, a native of San Diego. And one of my key stories is I grew up with scoliosis and, and turned that into a passion into helping other people by going on the TED stage and sharing with them what that's all about. And, um, you know, I've written some books and teach in the college classroom and, you know, try and brighten people's world each and every day. Fabulous. So you, you already gave us a little hint about what we're going to be talking about a little more today, then, which is your, your challenge, I think, with scoliosis, right? You're going to mm-hmm. help inspire all of us. So um, yeah. tell us when you um, learned about this and, and what it was like uh, learning to live with it. Certainly. It, it all started happening when I was in seventh grade in Southern California. They would have you go into the high school gym and bend down and touch your toes. And as I touched my toes, they said, excuse me, can you come here for a second? And uh, we think we might see something in your back and you might want to go see a doctor. Well, I went to a doctor, but how many 12-year-olds do you know that listen to their doctor's advice? No, not many. Not many. Nope. So I was one of those kids and I didn't listen. And two years later, I was running in the gym and I ran over a rock and it broke my growth plate and it caused me to unnecessarily put stress on one side that that wasn't quite used to it. And the curvature doubled. The doctor called me in his office and he said, you know, well, didn't do those exercises. I've got a gift for you. And he put me in a body brace. And I like to say, I like to give people a sense of what it feels like. So I want you to take your hands, put them on your waist and squeeze as tight as you physically can till it doesn't feel good. And let me know how it feel. Like good? I can't breathe. <laughs> okay. Well, imagine you had to wear that 24 hours a day, except for when you took a shower and you got in the pool and went swimming. 
And, um, you know, I thought I was doing good when I finally was able to sleep with it. That's that pressure going in your body all the time. And we later came to learn that it didn't work as well as we had anticipated. So less than three months in that body cast showing up in ninth grade with a brace, the summer of my high school year, first entering high school, I entered high school in a body cast and swimming was my best friend. It's what I did to relax. It's what I did to chill. And you can't chill with a body cast on. Yeah. And so the occupational therapist sat with me and said, well, what are we going to do? And she came up with an idea that I could be a, a coach and I'd walk on the, the deck and I'd watch people do those swimmings. And they say that if you focus and you concentrate and you spend thousands of hours doing something, you can make it come true. So I would go home and I would do my stairs and climb up on a, on a chair before the stair step was there and get those legs in condition and, you know, move the arms as best as I could. And when I graduated high school, I had a most valuable varsity um, in swimming. But the challenge and the difficulty was being in a body cast. You see, most people, you don't walk around and say, here, you want to, want to, you know, autograph me? Where would you like to sign? Yeah. You, 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 you don't do that. You know, you get one on the arm and, and people understand, but people thought there was something wrong here and there wasn't. And I so I ask if there was bullying or, or some kind of stigma that went with the cast or how that went with the, well, you know, people kids. aren't very nice, you know, kids just aren't very nice. And I use it in today's equivalence of talking about what it's like to be bullied. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, they, they didn't make fun of me, but there's, 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 there's the silent treatment and, you know, my, my, my reaction to the silent treatment was going inside. No one can hurt me if I'm inside. Don't have anything to say. And uh, inside so, here, like inside. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah. you just you just kind of held it in, and yeah, you know, my mother would wash my hair every day, and it's okay, you know, we love you, it's all right, it's okay. And had a good friend who was the newspaper boy because he would talk to me. He didn't know, and um, you know, it was it was it was it was kind of tough. It was kind of trying, and. You know, I had another friend in, in high school who had that same operation and tried to find her recently to find out what had happened to her. But the, the interesting thing is, as life goes on is um, I turned that negative and I turned it into a positive when I um, had gone on the TED stage. And one of my second talks was called Coming Around the Curve on My Battle of Scoliosis. And I can still remember it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I can still remember that day um, out there in the audience and asking them what they would thought, what it would feel like, and how would they like to feel like an outsider. And there was this part in the in the TED where they had people come up to you and give messages and say, oh, my best friend had that. It inspired me so much. There was a, a gentleman who I invited out who I'm um, somewhat friends with today who I encouraged just to, to come out and see that talk to see what I could do. And, you know, later on, I went back and I gave it to my high school and it was a, a beautiful experience, but it, it just really opened my eyes out to people who've been bullied, people who have disabilities to give them a chance to, to give them an opportunity of those, 
super shy students in my class, teaching them that they could too could be special or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the ones who, that were the softest or the most insecure going on to win competitions at the school and winning money and scholarships. And it's like, I told you, you could do it. I told you you could do it. And, oh. you know, there was another opportunity where I had gone um, to, um, not to Tijuana, but to um, Catalina. I think it was Catalina. Um, it's down off the coast of, of Mexico. And there was this big blowhole down there. And I was ran, ran in to get this beautiful cape that I just absolutely loved and was thinking about, I got to get back on the bus. I don't want to miss the bus. And as I went, my hand slid up and I came down on this arm. And it was like horrifying. I'm like, oh my God. And we were on this bus and imagine you felt like you were in a roller coaster going up and up, beat up, beat up, oh, beat, no. up beat up, beat up, beat up. And you kept on moving. And it's, it's, this hurts, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. And we got to the boat and the, the doctor said, I can see you're a type A personality. Why is that? <laughs> Give me that clue. And I just got in this new job and um, I called them on, they called me on the, on the ship and I had someone else help me to, to accept the call that, you know, I'd be starting on this time. And, and the, the doctor said, all we can do is we can put you in a sling and you'll have to wait till you go home. Now, my husband is not one to just sit in a room. So he paraded me on stage and my picture was all across the boat of the newlywed club. I wasn't newlywed at the time, but me and this beautiful cast. And, and it was, I remember coming back into town and, and you think about all these things afterwards, no one thought about icing it down or keeping it in ice. But I, I, took, I took ibuprofen as if it was candy every several hours on the hours, don't remember sleeping. But when I got to the hospital, they broke up one of those little ice pads and they put it on and I thought, oh, this is nice. And then they put me in this traction and she began to proceed to move my arm back in the place it was. There was a young kid next to me and the lady's hand, I turned dark purple, blue and green because I didn't want to scream and scare the child. And the doctor knew that I was type A personality. And I said, when can I go back in the classroom and teach? And she said, when you can keep your hand up like this overnight. And so, oh my God, the story gets worse from here. I mean, oh, the piece, the, 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 the one school was nicer than nice could be. And they said they'd hold the class for me. Someone else had started and quit, but they were going to hold the class for me. There was this other college that, was not so nice. And they decided on this one unparticular day, I was laying in my bed with my hand up and my husband was away and they wanted me to show up on campus. Now, show up on campus. Now, I had like seven friends that were doing different things. I had one senior, but she couldn't drive in the evening time and she could only drive from two to three. I was going to be dropped off at my sister-in-law's house. And I had this all worked out. My husband was supposed to get me all picked up and I'm laying in my bed doing all this, you know? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? And as I've got the day, all personality. Because <laughs> I've got all this stuff all settled and we're, we've got this worked out and I call the school and you don't need to come in today. We've decided we're going to let you go. I mean, this is a short-term class. 
why, why can't you give me the next short-term class? There's another one that goes ahead and starts in, in six weeks. I'd, I'd be better in six weeks. And, and I was amazed recently. This is funny. When the former dean of that school decided he wanted to be friends with me on LinkedIn, I guess he saw my success and realized maybe he should check up on me and I wasn't such a person to check off the list. Hmm. Um, there was this other school and they wanted to know how many pounds I could lift. And, and I just, you know, I, I had my nephew come in and help me and he was a person who would sit in the corner and read and not very sociable, not much who broke the ice. And I entered school one day with my arm up in the air and said, my name is Rosalind Khan. There's nothing wrong up here. The mouth works just fine. And I know if I can stand up here and teach with my left hand and write with my left hand, that one of you in this class is going to be a winner at this speech competition. And by golly, the whole class was there. And the school got in second place. And I go to the other college and I say, it's your turn. We got second. You're in first. Come on, let's make it happen. And they did. And it happened for two years in a row. And so, you know, I never thought that I could write with my left hand, but I learned how to do it. And I can still sign my name with my left hand. And they, they say it's actually even neater than the right hand. Interesting. I have a doctor's, you know, and um, it was... It was interesting because it's like taking a mountain and turning it into a molehill and just turning things that are negative into a, a positive space. And that's gone. So what would you say probably the biggest um, lesson or gift you took, you have taken with you um, through your, your journey with scoliosis? that has helped you with everything you've accomplished today or in your adult life? Well, there's, there's a, there's a saying that, that came from a book and it's a problem. It's not a problem. It's, it's, it's a challenge turns inside out. And we tend to look at life as, as good and bad and not indifferent. And some very wise person once told me, if we can take every painful lesson that we've had in our life and look for the valued lesson, these really aren't pain. They're not torture. They're gifts because whoever you believe in is bestowing upon you the, the greatness that is truly within you. That wouldn't and, come out if you weren't challenged. And you wouldn't. I mean, we look at numerous people through their life of people who've lost bones, arms, legs, and they, they just go on to phenomenal feats. And it's, it's like every great person has a challenge and a difficulty. But if you allow it to take you down, then you're not here with us anymore. And we can't, we can't mm -hmm. see the value of it. But if you really see the gift that's inside, it's a gift that keeps on giving because, you know, I'm going to ask you a question. What challenges did you experience today? Oh, moi? Yeah, you. Oh, let's see. Uh, today, snow. Uh, I, I told you earlier, I haven't left my 
my house today. So they, they weren't massive, but um, I'm learning how to do interviews. So I right. guess that's a challenge. I'm learning. And, and so when you, when you think about not being able to go outside, what, what, what lesson was that playing back that in the past that you'd gone outside when it was snowing and it didn't work out so well that told you that today was not such a good day to go outside? Mm. Um, the fact that snow means cold weather and I don't like the cold and icy roads and I don't like to drive on the ice. So, right. And yes, so I've learned, but you've learned from those, those painful lessons of ice and cold of what happens with your body. They always say cold weather brings out those old pains and injuries. (laughs) Want to be reminded of those, (laughs) but there's, there's, there's always the future ones. And you know what those ice mean, and it's 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 challenges, just like the people in Dallas, Texas, who aren't used to the the huge snow that they're having, and there's people out there pushing on the road. And my friend said we've got one person at the fireplace, and we've got another person who's sleeping, and we swap shifts so that a roll uh, uh, a burnt log doesn't doesn't roll out. Oh boy! And you know there there are lessons that that all of us have to go ahead and, and learn of how we can take these situations and, and make them better versions of ourselves. Absolutely. Um, yeah. There's no point in challenge. If you don't learn from it, you're, you're going to keep getting hit with the same ones until you learn. That's what I say. I said, the almighty upstairs just keeps giving you the same lessons until you go ahead and put those pieces back together again. So you learn. That's right. Here you, here you go. Take two, take three, take four. (laughs) So Rosalind, I forgot to ask you at the beginning, I know you had a really great quote I wanted to ask you to share with our our listeners. Yeah, yes, that that quote is, you never know what the words you say, whose life you're going to go ahead and change. And I'll give you an example. I was complimenting a lady whose, whose show I was on yesterday and she and I had a lovely conversation and just said, you know, thank you so much. It was, you guys were like natural. You guys were like pro. There was, you know, one conversation leading into the other. And, you know, she and I had interviewed before and I, I asked Marie Mason if she had any shows she could refer to me. And lo and behold, later that night, she sent me a document of 19 pages of people that she'd interviewed that she said, just call them and let them know that I referred you. Holy cow. And, you know, I said, if I could be as, if I could just have that thing without worrying about the consequences and and knowing what goes on and happens. And think if we all became that, that giving, Mm -hmm. you know, what, what would happen of the world? I mean, I was always taken back by um, Tom's shoes and how he gifted the shoes out there, but there was the, the ice cream company, um, Haagen-Dazs that, for a while was giving food out to different people through the purchasing of their ice cream and the organization of um, all state insurance, letting people know that they didn't necessarily need to pay their bills. They would be with them and they would, they would help them without any, you know, setback. And, you know, there are different organizations that, you know, in this, this time of duress are just trying to, to help people out in, in their own ways. And what is it that, that we could do in our worlds? And so that's where that quote really comes, comes from and all about. 
A lot of great stories out there. That's right. And you do never know just just a kind word, how it could lift someone that's having a bad day. So I love that reminder. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, one thing I wanted to ask you, uh, because you certainly I, I know your your physical challenges are ongoing. Do you have um, a habit or something that helps keep you grounded and um, uh, and just uh, in the right state of mind with everything that you go through? Well, there's, there's a couple things. And one of the things I've read that's really important for everyone listening out there right now, whenever you listen to this, is the importance of movement. We've mm -hmm. got to move each and every day, whether it's you set a timer off for, for 10 minutes and at 10 minutes you get up and you do jumping jacks or you start dancing or you start running really quickly for for a minute or so, they say that that is more beneficial for you than 30 minutes of exercise. But I try and begin every day with um, getting plenty of fluids. And they say when the fluids go in, they lubricate the whole system. And so having your 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 body weight in mm -hmm. just water, teas, um, apple cider vinegar. And I have some stretches that I, I learned from a, a lady um, whose name is the whole frog, Barbara um, Anders. And uh, she has these exercises that anybody can do all over the world that just gives them techniques and strategies of how to stretch the whole body. And you take your hands out above your head mm -hmm. and you stretch them almost as if you were a banana and you hold it to that way. And you have your knees pointing to your toes. And as you're doing that, you're stretching each and every muscle in your body. And mm -hmm. I do a rotation of those and they say through meditation, you can take pain that's in one part of the body and move it into another. And they call it as, as I was talking to um, Cesar Espino this morning on, on his podcast and he were talking about the, the brain interrupt and um, you interrupt the brain and you get it on a, on a different path and, Mm -hmm. You know, writing the notes of, of gratitude and, mm -hmm. and, you know, getting your, your mindset. And there are, there are times it just goes ahead and hurts. And sometimes you just got to lay back and relax and say, I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to let it go. And, you know, in that, that span of time, you don't have to take medicine. You don't have to take those ibuprofens. You can let your natural mind remove that pain mm -hmm. and simply just practice breathing exercises mm -hmm. of watching the oxygen go in, the oxygen go out, and getting yourself back in place. Yeah. Great. Wow. That was, that was a lot of really good um, health health and, and wellness tips. Thank you. A lot of great reminders. I love that. No, definitely. Definitely. I was on this thing yesterday and they were talking about, you know, they liked my life and what I was talking about of being an expert. And I was like, well, I could talk about wellness. I could talk about health. I could talk about speaking. I could talk about career change. I, I education, <laughs> you know, there was like six different categories and I could, I could talk about them all. <laughs> That's good. You're, you're, uh, Diverse speaker. <laughs> okay. Well, they, they say 
when I was in college, when I got my degree in sociology and I was originally a speak and hearing teacher, um, I went to go see this very famous professor at UCLA and he said, get the broadest based liberal education that you can get. You never know where it might help you out. And it has. So being in a required public speaking class, you know, you hear from all sorts of things. And I say, don't do the same thing we've already heard. We already know about the legalization of marijuana. We all know about changing the drinking age. We all know about drinking and drinking and driving. And, you know, is there something else we can add to the table? I love it. That's and, great. Uh, so, yep. So this has been great. Do you have um, uh, anything that, that we haven't covered or really highlighted a point or a tip that you want to drive home for our listeners? Um, well, as we wrap up. Yeah, well, I think, you know, with this book that's behind me, it's called The Message for Tomorrow's Leaders. And it's really a book about inspiring people. There's 46 essays from people from 12 to 88. And they're talking about the life of the pandemic that we're living in, advice on how we can overcome that, and their feelings on the protests. And just the other day in a Leaders Worldwide Toastmasters group, I called it, it's like an ethnographic study. Imagine if you rolled back the clock and you look to March of last year when I began this project as a part of a academic senate aimed to maintain minorities in the classroom. And I just started interviewing people and their stories. And it's like history as it was going ahead and folding. And it carries the same message as my two other books about how do we reduce our stress? What can we do to keep going? So it's not just for students, it's for any essential workers and anybody was feeling a little down and out, you know, check this out. It's on, it's on Amazon. It's only like less than three bucks or $10 for the book. And uh, a good friend of mine had written it and she has a, a program that's called um, leave no teacher behind. Her name is Dr. Murray. And she was so influenced. She said, when are you going to write the next book that goes ahead and talks about the, the plight of the African-Americans and so a little busy right now, but Hey, <laughs> There's, there's, uh, put it on the list. <laughs> there's, there's, there's so many things. There's three other books that I, I'm, I'm working on, and you know, you wow. can only, you can only just do one thing at a time, just one thing at a time. So, there's more good uh, advice. One thing at a time. Get it done. You know, just, just, just one thing at a time. That's what it's all about. That's great. So, um, so tell us where people can learn more about you and the books, and sure. we'll include that in the show notes. Okay. Yes. My name is Rosalind Khan. It is the key to find me anywhere and everywhere. So if you go to LinkedIn, you can look under Rosalind Khan. You'll see me on the TED stage. You can look on my Facebook. I have a Facebook that's named Rosalind Khan. One's called Coaching and Professional Speaking. Um, and I'm also on Instagram. And um, I have uh, an IGTV channel you can follow me on. It's Rosalind Khan. It's and called website? under your name as website well. yeah. website is Rosalind yeah. Khan and anybody who goes ahead and listens to your show and mentions your name woman inspired I will go ahead and gift them a copy of my first book which is called random acts of kindness or change in the world and I believe everybody could could use a copy of that book to to help them enlighten their day and you know because you're so special I want to give them a, a 15 minute coaching session on presentation skills, overcoming their stress about how to be a better speaker or whatever their hearts desire. And that and just doesn't have, have to be on a stage, right? That's just, uh, 
Yeah, just how to, how to live a... <laughs> we, all, we all speak and how we can improve our relations with our loved ones and things like that. And I want to do that in honor for yeah. having a chance to be on your show and to, to help your listeners out because I'm, I'm sure your listeners would, would really appreciate and, and follow that. And my biggest last little thing I want to say besides gratitude beyond words and, and namaste is never compare yourself to other people. Because everyone is great in their own individual self. And That's right. it's, it's something that we need to hear is we're great and beautiful people just the way we are. You know, we began today's interview and I said how beautiful you looked and how lovely your hairstyle and the great color that you have on. It, it, just, it just makes you look so special. And we all have these great qualities. So limit the time that you spend on social media. Keep it at a minimum. Because it's, it's made to make us spend more time than we need. And that's what I think is leading to the, the big depression and suicide that's out there. So remember, on a bad day, go on your phone and call that person you haven't talked to in a long time and say, I miss you. Have just a real conversation. To, yeah. Just wanted to see yeah. how you're doing. And that's, that's what it's all about. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time and all of your wisdom that you've shared with us today. It's been, and your gifts, uh, amazing to, to get to chat and get to know you a little bit. Thank you. And um, thank you for listening. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you so much. If you're committed to embracing change, or you'd like to be, and your continuous evolution, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and join our email list for even more value. You'll find a link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm looking forward to sharing with you on the next episode. Make it a great day.